0: Good morning. good morning, good morning, good morning to those that are, that are that are here with us today and for those that are worshiping with us on live screen. This morning, we often say that it is the day that the Lord has made. Let us be glad in it. And the joy that we have The world didn't give it to us. The world really can't take it away. Let us not give it away. Let us prepare ourselves for some hand clapping, no napping, toe tapping, worshiping service on this day. Let us give ourselves away to the Lord. If we don't give ourselves away, let it be to the Lord. I heard him the other day just saying, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Be you not conformed to this world, but be you transformed by the renewings of your mind, that you may do what is good and what is pleasing, unto the Lord. Let us pray. Our Father, put chart in heaven. Lord, it is with humble submission that we come to you on this day. For Lord, we thank you for everything that you have done for us. Lord, we thank you for everything that you're doing. And then, dear Lord, we go as far as saying thank you for everything that you're going to do for us. And then, dear Lord, as we Hear the songs being sung on this morning. The prayers being prayed. The preaching that's being preached. Let it be, dear Lord, that we will be better afterwards. And then, dear Lord, we will go and share your gospel. Spread it everywhere that we go. That the light that you have given us, that it may shine that all mankind may see your good works in us. These precious brows, we do pray them. And we do it in the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, and in the name of the Holy Ghost. Now let everything that's under the sound of this weak voice say amen. Amen. Praise ye the Lord, all you saints.
1: I'm Youth and Evan White, and the scripture for this morning will come from the 63rd chapter of Psalms, verses 1 through 11, and they read as follows. O God, thou art my God, early will I seek thee, my soul thirsteth for thee, my flesh longeth for thee in a dry and thirsty land where no water is, to see thy power and thy glory, so as I have seen thee in the sanctuary, because thy loving kindness is better than life, my lips shall praise thee. My soul shall be satisfied as with marrow and fatness, and my mouth shall praise thee with joyful lips when I remember thee upon my bed and meditate on thee in the night watches, because thou hast been my help. Therefore in the shadow of thy wings will I rejoice. My soul followeth hard after thee. Thy right hand upholdeth me, but those that seek my soul to destroy it shall go into the lower parts of the earth. They shall fall by the sword. They shall be a portion for foxes, But the king shall rejoice in God. Everyone that sweareth by him shall glory. But the mouth of them that speak lies shall be stopped. God's word for God's people. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we pause to say thank you for your many blessings. We thank you for ordering our steps and putting your hedge of protection around our families daily. We say a special prayer for the families that have been suffering from the loss of a loved one. Father, we ask that you keep them encouraged and remind them that you are our refuge and our strength, a very present help in times of trouble. We thank you for our pastor that will be providing the spoken word for this morning. We ask that today's lesson inspire us all to remain faithful in our work and being the type of Christian that you created us to be. We ask these and other blessings in your son Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.
2: Oh, precious is the flow that makes me white? No,
3: no other found
2: nothing, nothing but the blood of G Oh, precious, oh, precious. That makes me, that makes me. No other, no other. Nothing but the blood, nothing but the blood of Jesus. Ask the question what, what can? Nothing nothing but the blood of Jesus. what can make me whole again nothing but the blood nothing but the blood come on let's celebrate the blood oh precious oh,
3: Nothing but the blood.
2: Another verse said, This, this is joy and peace. Nothing but the blood of Jesus. This, this is all mine. Nothing but the blood, nothing but the blood. Come on, everybody, lift your voices, let's sing this hymn together. Oh. oh, precious, that makes me white.
3: Oh the fount, nothing but
2: the blood, nothing but the blood. Let's sing it one more time.
3: Oh. That
2: makes me why.
3: No other, no other, no other Nothing but,
2: nothing
3: but the blood
2: hallelujah you may be seated in the presence of the Lord we celebrate this morning we celebrate this morning our Lord and our Savior Jesus Christ who did shed his blood on Calvary's cross that we might be saved oh precious is the flow amen and listen the blood still works I wish I had two or three witnesses the blood still works amen Somebody said it reaches to the highest mountain. It flows to the lowest. The blood gives me strength from day to day. It will never lose its power. Amen. 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 What an awesome God we serve. We got our young people here this morning. see You know. See, you,
4: know. you know. They're
2: here. They're here. They're here. They're here amen they're here they're here they're here they're ready they're ready they're ready they're ready amen amen shame on you if you can't have fun in the house of prayer amen 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 thank god for these young people they've been with us all week at state convention and they've been doing a wonderful job glorifying god amen glorifying god and we thank them thank our youth leaders our youth director all who shared in making sure that our young people were there and on point and serving our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen. Amen. do want to remind you that this coming Friday, this coming Friday night, we do have the Nate Ruffin Gala that's celebrating 20 years of being in existence. 20 years. That's right. Amen. Now, I'm told it's already sold out, so you can't get no tickets at this point. Amen. But all of you who have tickets, we want you to show up. Uh, at the two Mississippi museums on Friday night, Friday night. What time does that start, Kevin? Silent Auction at 6, and I'm looking at this thing. Y'all got some fine jewelry from Carter's Jeweler that's going to be fine. Amen. Silent Auction, you got original fine art. Uh, You have JSU football season tickets. My God. Uh, You got a staycation at the town's place. Uh, yeah, I think I'm going to come, amen. Amen. <laughs> amen, Yeah, we're going to be there to celebrate and support, support what all the wonderful things that the Nate Ruffin Scholarship uh, Committee has been doing over these 20 years. Over 200, I believe at last count, about $250,000 worth of scholarship money has been given out to students over these years, and we celebrate that, amen. Do want to let you know that the school supply drive for Walton Elementary School is still going on. You can drop your supplies off in the old Fellowship Hall all up until next Saturday, July 29th. Uh, there will be a special drive-through on Saturday, July 29th, from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. noon. And so, if you have not given already, you can come through the drive-through during that time, from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. next Saturday saturday the 29th to make your donation also if you're looking to make a a monetary donation you can do that on the k chapel app as well do want to remind you that on next week july 24th through 28th uh the church office and the learning center will be closed july 24th through the 28th amen we're going to close and and let our people get some rest amen is that all right can folks get a little rest? Amen. We're gonna let them get some rest. Amen. God bless you and God keep you is our prayer. We have an emphasis from the program committee, Reverend Dunn. Won't you come?
5: Good morning, K Chapel. Morning. I'm here to give you some emphasis about the pastoral anniversary. Now I can stand up here and all and make a list from East Coast to West Coast you don't no need me going doing all that because y'all already know what I'll tell you okay? But, but what I will say is this, if we look back over the years of our lives we all can contest the fact that the blessing and the goodness of God in all of our lives and one of those many blessings we have been given is our pastor Reverend Reginald M. Buckley our pastor has dedicated his life to the ministry of the Lord for God's kingdom on Sunday, July the 30th, 2023, at 11 a.m., we will be celebrating our pastor's 16th year anniversary. Amen. by offering him a special tribute because of the faithfulness, his love, concern, and care he has shown for each and every one of us here at k Chapel. He has a special gift that many pastors do not have. We praise God for that. He has consistently been with us in times of trouble, good times, and bad times. Now, I can go along, go on and on and on. I know that some of you may think that he's not human. But he is human. (laughs) (laughs) Even though it seemed like he just, you remember uh, 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 Roller Ford when they had that disaster? He was there the next day. He must be Superman. That's what I call responding fast to a crisis. But he is human now, okay? Even though he does wonderful, many things. And one way I know that he's human, I have heard him say over and over again, when he makes a mistake, he said, that's my fault. But I'm going to get it straight. Now, that's a human being, and that's a leader. So right now, what I want to share with you, what does the Bible, what does God say that we as Christians must be able to honor our pastor? In Jeremiah chapter 3, verse 15, it says this. He says, I will give you pastors according to my own heart, which shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. God has given us a pastor with God's heart. And then over there in Ephesians chapter 4, 11, 12. Now, all of us, when we go shopping to the grocery store, we always try to find the best deal in the house, don't we? When you go shopping, you want to get two for one, you know, three for one, whatever it is. But here in Ephesians, Paul writes about five spiritual gifts. He says that Christ gives to the church some apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors, and some teachers. I don't know about y'all, but it looks like we got a five in one package deal here. I don't, know. I don't know about y'all. And the reason for that is to equip the saints for the work of the ministry, for the building up of the body of Christ. So looks like we got a five for one package deal. That, that, that should do it right there. All right. In First Timothy chapter five verse seventeen, it says this. Paul is talking. He said, "Paul says, encourage us to give double honor to those who preach and teach. Surely our pastor, who is willing to serve and shepherd his congregation, is worthy of appreciation. But when we show honor, it is not only the pastor that's going to get blessed." It's a whole congregation, the church itself is going to get blessed. So on behalf of the Pastor Appreciation Committee, we ask for all adults, members, and non-members to contribute $75 and children contribute what they can as a sign of love, honor, and appreciation to our pastor, a shepherd that God has blessed us with over the years. So thank you, and God bless you all. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Since we're talking about blessings, well, yeah. <laughs> it's times enough in time. This is the time where we all now get the opportunity to bless the Lord through our giving. Right. Here at KA Chapel, we really fully realize that to, all to fully worship God includes our worship, which is given primarily for three reasons here at KA Chapel. Right. The first reason why we give is demonstrates as our obedience to God's word. The second reason why we give is simply because we just want to give thanks to God for blessing us, providing all our needs. And the third reason why we give here at K.E. Chapel is simply because we just want to see the kingdom of God grow through the missions and ministries that occur here, throughout our city, our state, our nation, and even around the world through K.E. Chapel Missionary Baptist Church. Now, there are multiple ways in which you can give. You can give by using the traditional envelope system. You can mail it in, or you can just drop it off by the office. And you also can use the K-Chapel app. Now, for those of you that are with us by way of live stream, you too can bless the Lord through your giving by using the, lines of the QR on your stream or the number that's on your stream. So how much you give and whichever way you decide to give, we do encourage you. To do so without grudgingly or of necessity, for God loves a child forgiver. God bless you.
6: Let's pray.
1: Heavenly Father, thank you for this offering that is being received today as it will be used for the uplifting of your kingdom. As we journey through the days ahead, we ask, Father, that you prepare our journey,
7: guide our footsteps, and the Holy Spirit watch over us on every path we follow. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. 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 Good morning, K-Chapel. Proverb, 17th chapter, verse 22 says, a cheerful heart is good medicine, but a crushed spirit dries up the bones. Just like doctors and nurses, Christians are to take care of the sick. When you serve others, you are doing the same thing for Christ. Give your time and comfort to people who need comforting. And in doing so, do all things for the glory of God. We ask that you continue to pray for the Howard and Jones Brown families. Sister Peggy Howard lost her brother, Mr. Carol Hilliard. Service for Mr. Hilliard will be held in Las Vegas, Nevada. Sister Elvira Jones lost her aunt, Miss Lila Brown. The funeral service for Mrs. Brown will be held in Chicago, Illinois. Miss Brown was also the sister-in-law of Sister Bessie Jones. We have in the hospital, nursing home or in rehab, Sister Deaconess Minnie Ellis and Brother Benny Lowry. We have recovering at home, Sister Wilma Jean Chaffee, Brother Herman Porter, Sister Sarah Cooper, Brother Charles Hodge, Brother Joe Lowry, Sister Gloria Greer, Mrs. Jessica Lee, Reverend Leroy Harrington, sister Bonnie Scott, brother Jeff Simmons, sister Irene Shepherd, sister Deborah Letbetter, brother Kelvin Roselle, brother John Sanders, brother Aaron Thompson Jr., brother Levi McBride, brother Al Levy, sister Shirley Swims, brother Al Buchanan, brother Sammy Henderson, sister Dorothy Jones, and brother Jerome Thompson. We have those that are also asking for prayer is Vikas Smith, Miss Janet Sherrod, Mrs. Carolyn Jackson of Montgomery, Alabama, Mr. Reginald Duvall and his wife Tawana Duvall of Houston, Texas, Mr. Jeffrey Donald of Mableton, Georgia, and Driscoll Duvall is asking for prayer for his father, Mr. Richard Duvall of Fairfax, Virginia. As I always say, as you're doing your travels of the week, pray when you can, visit where you can, and each day thank God that you can. Amen. Amen.
6: Give the Lord a hand clap of praise. I don't know about you, but I need you. I need you. I need you to survive. And we need each other. Come on now, y'all. We we got to have each other. We need each other to survive. Giving honor to God who is the head of my life. This has been an incredible week, you all. I don't know how many of you got to the state convention and had an opportunity to be there to hear our pastor, but I am so proud of him. I'm so proud of Dr. Shannon Moore and all the work that her team did. And we, as K Chapel. You know, it, it, we just got to croak in our own pond sometimes, y'all. We got to give credit where credit is due. Thank you, Pastor. This assignment is, is one, as other ministers who have stood before you say, that we are coming forth with the Psalms. And the Psalm 63 that I would ask that if you can to stand, and I'm just going to read four of the verses, and we will go through the other parts as we go through this sermon. O God, thou art my God, early will I seek thee. My soul thirsts for thee. My flesh longs for thee in a dry and thirsty land where there is no water. To See thy power and thy glory. So as I have seen thee in the sanctuary, because thou loving kindness is better than life, my lips shall praise thee. Thus will I bless thee while I live. I will lift up my hands in thy name. Hallelujah, Father Almighty. We come before you this morning. Hide me behind your cross. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. Oh, Lord, my strength and my redeemer, we pray. Amen. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. This Psalms, this 63rd Psalms, it just hit me all over. Every time I read it, I saw something new. I saw something different. I saw something so powerful. This sermon title, Wilderness Praise Time. Wilderness Praise Time. You know, David gave us so many images. He constructed action events. He talked about settings and embodiments of experience. He was so figurative in this whole 63rd Psalm. David's wilderness praise time was based on his understanding that present circumstances nor his location dictated the amount of praise that he had for the Lord. When he had been faithful over many things, he had accomplished many things, but now he was in a desert. He was in the wilderness. So as we look into this scripture, as we look at what was guiding him, what the Bible said about his trip, what the Bible gives us about his feelings, I thought it was only honest with you to start with the location. Most of us haven't been to the Sahara Desert of the Judean region of Israel, but I brought a map with me this morning. And I hope that the sisters up there can share it with you because I want you to see where Jerusalem is. You see the bottom of the map? That's where the city of Jerusalem. But if you look up in that foreground, that is where all the deserts is. Now the next map that I had shows not only where the desert is, but it also shows us all of the topographical areas. You see that area that is painted in red? That is sitting so close to the Red Sea. These are the cave areas where David and his family and his friends were in. If you look at the map that shows the entire nation of Israel. You can see the little brown area that's where Jerusalem. It is bordered by Egypt on the bottom, Jordan on the side, and Lebanon in the top. The green area you see, you can see all the brown. You see how much desert area where there was nothing in there except desert land? Go to that next map. I want to take you to the mountaintop. If you go on top of a mountain and you look where this man had to escape, can you imagine being in those crevices on top of that mountain? Go to that next slide. He had to climb on up. When the further he got up, the less that you could see. Now go to that last slide, and you will see the apex of the mountain. There is literally nothing there. Wilderness. Wilderness. A time of danger. Devadation. tempting, testing, not safe, not easy. According to many, sometimes you can hardly survive in a desert. Can you see it? Can you see where David had to escape to? If you are learning about his life, he was a man after God's own heart he wanted to do God's will he wanted to stay faithful to God and I got three points to give you that will help guide you through your wilderness time experience first of all we got to be like David we got to be humble And then we got to be able to prove ourselves and make sure that we are grounded in the Lord and we're ready to serve the Lord and that we are claiming that he is in our heart. And that third one is no matter how hard it gets, you got to give thanks. Even in the middle of the desert, you got to give thanks. The account of David's wilderness speaks to times in our lives so let us look how we can gain this understanding in the biblical narrative of the books of Samuel David is described as a young shepherd a harpist who gained fame and you know the story by killing Goliath he was not born into royalty but one day he was summoned from the fields by the prophet Samuel who anointed him king of Israel while Saul was still king And when Samuel laid eyes on Jesse's youngest son, David, the Lord spoke to him and he said, and I quote, rise and anoint him. This is the one. When Saul, when Samuel appointed David, he didn't instantly go into fame, he didn't instantly move to the royal places. But it tells us that Samuel had already prophesied to Saul. Go to Samuel's 1 Samuel, it's the 13th chapter and the 14th verse. And it said, the Lord has sought out a man after his own heart and appointed him ruler of his people because you, Saul, have not kept the Lord's command, end quote. But you know what? Because you've got power doesn't mean that you can have everything. And it doesn't mean that you can't have a sick mind. Saul had fought in so many battles. And the, actually Samuel 16, 14 says that the spirit of the Lord had departed from Saul. And an evil spirit from the Lord tormented him. King Saul had problems resting. He had problems sleeping. And somebody told him about the harpist David. And David would come and he would play for him. And Saul could get some rest. But Saul... Had what we could call in this day and time PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder. It didn't take much for him to flip. Some people might even say he was schizophrenic and at best he was bipolar because he became so dangerous that even his son Nathan said To David. Come on, man. Let me get you out of here. And then it became. Wilderness time. Pastor just corrected me, Jonathan. And I got it on the paper too, Pastor. (laughs) But the question is. Can you praise in the wilderness like David? Can your wilderness experiences of your life be endured when you have discomfort, when you have trials, when your faith is being tested? Can your wilderness be escapes, recharging time, learning time, or even finding more out about yourself? Can you reflect on the experiences you've already had? Can you do a self-examination and a personal discussion with yourself? Well, wilderness time makes its way inside of you. That's the reason why now we need to start talking more about mental health. When you are isolated like we were in COVID, everybody was going crazy. When you have real problems in your life, when your job has those scorpions that are running around trying to sting you every day, when your children are escaping out into that dry land of the family, When you don't seem to understand what the Lord is doing in your life, you are now moving into the wilderness. There were some examples that I had to look at their lives. Abraham's Hagar. You know, she was exiled to the wilderness with Ishmael. She'd done some strange things, said some bad things, but it was in the wilderness that the experience, the miraculous water in the well, and then her seeing the revelation of God. And Ishmael went back to become one of the nation's leaders. Then there was the Moses wilderness. Y'all know, Moses was in the wilderness as a, as a, a farmer. As a sheep herder, 40 years. But then it was the time when God said, go and deliver my people. And he got those Israelites and took them to the desert land. And they wandered around how many years? Uh, 40 years, didn't they? In the wilderness. But the revelation for Moses was that he saw a burning bush. And then there was him finding the Ten Commandments in the mountain. Things that have come to be treasures for us. But to me, the most important wilderness experience was the 40 days that Jesus, our Jesus, stayed in the wilderness only to have the devil to try to tempt him. But then he said to the devil, get thee behind me. A powerful statement, a powerful revelation. All of this in the wilderness. All of this is when you have to compare you and your wilderness now to see whether or not you got that David power that you got that David understanding. Are you going to go to the future wildernesses of your life understanding that God's got you? Are you going to understand that David not only survived the wilderness, but he actually celebrated in the wilderness? Can you do that now? I got to go back to that first verse about humbling. And that second verse where it said, I can remember what happened to me in the sanctuary. Now, that's the key you got to have something to hold on to when you have a wilderness experience that lets you know that you are grounded and you are rooted in the salvation of the Lord. Can you ask yourself the question, am I praising God in this sanctuary right now in a way that when my wilderness comes, I can shout and I can praise the Lord? Well, maybe you haven't had an opportunity. But I'm going to stop right now and give you an opportunity to develop on this July 23rd 2023 us hallelujah shouting town did he wake you up this morning did he start you on your way Did he give you a reasonable portion of your hope, health, and strength this morning? I don't see enough people shouting right now. I don't see enough of people standing right now. Can you stand on your two feet? Can you raise your voice? Can you do like David? Can you wave your hands? Can you lift your hands? Can you give praise to the Lord? All right, now you ain't got a good start, but I don't hear like grandmama, I don't hear you saying, now I'm in this house. I had to struggle to get here. I had to struggle to get to the sanctuary. I had to push away the devil this morning right there in my own house. I had to dig deep inside to make sure that I was not discouraged. Come on y'all, I know y'all got some more praise in you. I know you can tell the Lord thank you this morning. It's not about me. I remember when people used to pull off their hats. I know when folks used to run out of their shoes. And all they were doing was saying, Thank you, Lord. Oh, you're my God. I praise your holy name. I thank you, Lord. Oh, now take your seat if you can, because that was only point one. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Mm. 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 You know, it's hard when you know God has proved to you to be quiet if he's proved you you've been through something it's like the fire has actually sharpened you it's like the mountain has carved out the diamond if God has proved you that means you've been serving in season and out of season When people liked it, when people didn't like it, you've been serving the Lord. And when you serve the Lord, you can have this ideal and this spirit of satisfaction. See, verse 5 said, I will be fully satisfied as the richest of foods. With singing lips, my mouth will praise. Now, I'm not sure if any of you have seen the richest food. But I have had some rich food. All the time is not good for you. But if you get the richest food, some folks say it's the best food. But if you can compare yourself being fed by the Lord with the richest food, that means... Even in your weakest hour, it went down inside of you. You read that Bible. You studied on those words. And you could sing them old hymns. You could let that old music just saturate your spirit. And then, like David, who found out about his own weaknesses, then you know to just relax. And let the Lord take over. Because you know you're not strong enough to do it by yourself. That is what we have got to get in the habit of doing. Now there's one other slide. And I'm going to leave you along on the slides. It's the cave. When we got to verse 6. Can you find that? Can you all see that? That doesn't look like a good sleeping place, does it? But this is something similar to where David was. And he says, oh, my bed, I remember you. I'm laying in a cave, y'all. Life got real bad. Grandmama said, you made your bed hard. Now you got to sleep on it. It's hard, y'all. I'm laying there. And what do I think about? I think about the Lord. I think about how he has kept me I think about how he has brought me I think about how he has raised me and in these midnight hours when your willingness is real to you when you are laying in a cave of your life you can say I lift my hand to the Lord I know that he will bring me out I know the Lord has got me See, Psalm 57 said, when he was fleeing into the cave, he said, have mercy on me, O Lord. Have mercy on me, O Lord. For in you my soul taketh refuge. I will take refuge in the shadow of your wings until the disaster has passed. That's what we got to do. Don't give in when things are bad. Don't act ugly when people act ugly with you. Just know that God's got you. Lay down in that bed, in that cave, and give God the glory. Let him know that this is your wilderness time, but it is not unto death. Now, you know what your heart is about. He said, give me a pure heart. Don't let human conditions confuse you with heart condition. Do I need to say that one again? Don't let your human conditions confuse you with heart condition. When you're praying and you know that you know that you know Can I say it again? That you know, that you know the Lord, then you know your heart can be at rest. You can sleep even when the worst things are going on around you. Even when they're shooting in Jackson at night, you can sleep. Wilderness time praise. We can acknowledge that during these times, When you're away from the comforts of life and you're not around the people you want to be around. When the devil is right behind you. When the king is trying to kill you. These wilderness times. When you have determination, but your father just died. Wilderness times. When your spouse just died. Wilderness time. When the cousins and the nephews and the neighbors don't talk to you. Wilderness time. When your favorite dog just died. Wilderness times. There is nothing I can command before you but to have a heart for God. I am asking you to be like David. Voice your trust in God. Voice your trust in God. Speak it to life. God, I'm not where I want to be. But I thank you, God, that you're with me. Even in the caves of life. You're right here. God, I can sing right now. I can actually come up with a hymn right now. And I can say, my hand's reaching to you, Lord. I am actually stretching forth my hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, Psalms 28, 16 and seven says, Praise be to the Lord, for he has heard my cry for mercy. The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusts in him and he helps me. My heart leaps for joy and with my song I praise him. That's all you got to do and then lay down and go to sleep. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Voice your trust. Now, here's the last point giving thanks. Mr. Bridgman, I know you know about trusting in God cuz you've traveled. And when you travel the world, you're encountering a whole lot of different people. Sometimes your friends, sometimes your enemies. But David gave us the wilderness praise time solution. He said, those who want to kill me will be destroyed. They will go down to the depth of the earth. They will be given over to the the sword and become food for jackals. But the king will rejoice in God. All who swear by God. With glory in him, while the mouths of liars will be silenced. Don't try to fight that battle. (laughs) Praise him in that wilderness. Saul was behind uh, David all the time. He tried to kill him and he would get away from him. He kind of get behind him again. He tried to kill him. He'd get away from him again. He tried to kill him. He'd get him away from him again. But David made up his mind that was not his responsibility to see after Saul, that was God's responsibility. <laughs> You have no need for vengeance because God is going to take care of your enemies. Do as my pastor would say, say, bless you because you know what God has in store for them. Isaiah, uh, the 40th chapter, the 28th and 30th verse. Do you know? Have you heard? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He will not grow tired or weary, and his understanding no one can fathom. He gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. Even youth grow tired and weary, and young men stumble and fall. But those who wait on the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not get weary. They will walk and will not faint. So I leave you today with an understanding that wilderness... Praise time is good for you. (laughs) You may not like it, but it's good for you. And the first thing you ought to do is remember what you did in the sanctuary. You know the times when it was easy, when you were around family that you wanted to be around. But remember that God got you in the wilderness. And it doesn't mean... It doesn't mean that you can't survive, but it does mean that you have to know there's a plan. And I leave you with Jeremiah 29, 11, and 13. For I know the plans I have for you, declareth the Lord plans to prosper you. And not to harm you plans to give you hope and a future then you will call on me and come and pray to me and I will listen to you you will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart Listen to God. Hold to his unchanging hand. Know that God's got you, and you too can do wilderness praise time. Hallelujah! Yeah. Hallelujah.
3: Praise Him in the wilderness. Praise Him.
8: trying to find your wilderness praise. I want to invite you to do one thing. So right now I need you to close your eyes. Meditate on the voice of Jesus that's speaking to you right now. Asking you. Pleading with you. Encouraging you to follow him. There may be those of us right now who are among us and have not develop their relationship with Jesus the one who saved our souls the one who has the power to redeem us the one that has the power to free us free us from the guilt of sin free us from the shame and the bad things that may come as a result of us not having a relationship with him I want to invite you to experience a wilderness praise if that's you today and you need a relationship with Jesus Christ I invite you to first talk to him you don't have to talk to him out loud talk to him in your heart listen to the voice trusting that God is on your side voice your trust in God that's what the preacher told us to do Voice your trust in God. And if that's you, I want you right where you are and say, God, I, I hear you. God, I feel you. God, I know that you are real because you're speaking right now into my heart. If you said that in your heart, I w- invite you to come now down to the altar. We have people waiting with open arms as a representation of what Jesus Christ did just for you in this moment. If you are not seeking salvation and have already confessed your belief in God and Jesus Christ, but you just need somebody to pray for you right now, we invite you to come down to the altar as well. There are ministers and deacons here waiting to pray with you. Not for you, but with you. Won't you come now? The stage is set right just for you. Just so you can come out of the wilderness. Yeah. And once you come out of the wilderness, I promise you, you've come into the promised land. Won't you come now experience the salvation of our Lord Jesus Christ. pray together, all heads bowed and all eyes closed. God we thank you. God we thank you for the spoken word encouraging us that while we are still in the wilderness we can have a wilderness praise. that God in this praise we realize that you have all the power to take us from the wilderness to the promised land. But God, we want to wrestle right now in this tension. This tension where we might not understand everything that there is about this life, about hardship, about trial and tribulation. But God, we know that you are the God who sits high and looks low, that you are the God who has the power, the might, and all the ability to take us out of the wilderness. So, God, while we're in the wilderness, we're not going to sit and soak in whatever trial we're going through. God, we're going to give you a wilderness praise. For it is the praise that comes from our lips, that reaches your ears, that lets you know how much we love you, how much we trust you, how much we adore you, God. And, God, while we're here in the wilderness, we just want to say thank you, God. So no matter how long you keep us there, no matter how long we keep ourselves there, God, we know that you are still God, and you will always be God. And for this, God, we give you praise. God, we thank you and we love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
2: Somebody give God some praise this morning. Somebody give God some praise this morning you may be in the wilderness of life but he's still worthy to be praised you may be in life's desert storms but he's still the divine one and he's worthy to be praised Uh, somebody needed to hear that this morning somebody needed this word that, that you can yet praise him you can yet worship him in your wilderness hallelujah you can yet worship him in your wilderness you say reverend i don't know why i'm in this situation don't worry about the why right now you just worry about the what what are you gonna do while you're there go ahead and praise him go ahead and worship him go ahead and give him thanks for being god all by himself amen let's say amen for the word of god amen let's say amen for the preacher this morning amen thank you so much for blessing our hearts on this morning with the word from heaven Jesus went to a wilderness had a conversation with the devil there but put the devil in his place and after that wilderness experience he he had another experience on one of those hills that it's called Golgotha we call it Calvary there on Calvary's cross he He hung, he suffered, he bled, and he died, and he did it for his love for us. Greater love hath no man than this, that he would lay down his life for a friend. Jesus made it clear when he said, no man takes my life. I I lay it down. In other words, he's he's saying, if I wanted to, I I could get out of this. I could call the angels from heaven and get out of this. Me and my father could have a good long talk and get out of this, but, but I willingly lay my life down. For you, for me, for us. The only thing that he asks that we do in return is remember him. To take this bread and to take this cup, to drink the wine and to eat the bread and to do it in remembrance of what he did for us. This morning we gather together as believers on jesus christ who have been saved who have been redeemed who've been justified and who have been sealed by the holy spirit and we do this in remembrance of him is there anyone who needs to be served who has not been served there's a hand here god bless you thank you are we in the balcony balcony the couple of hands god bless you thank you are we in the overflow sections you all are good god bless you The night when he was betrayed Jesus took bread broke it and blessed it and said take eat this is my body which is broken for you Likewise, after the same manner, he took the cup and blessed it, saying, This is the blood of the New Testament, which is shed for the remission of sin. As often as we do this, we do show forth his death and suffering until he comes again. Let us drink together. And we sing a little bit of, I know it was
3: the blood. the blood
2: Father, we thank you. We thank you for good times and bad times, for sunshine and for rain. We thank you, Lord, for day and for night because we realize in all of these experiences, you are still good and you are still God. And so even in our wilderness, we'll give you a sanctuary praise. In our wilderness times, we'll praise you like we're in the house of God, because this is your day. This is your world. The earth belongs to you and we will glorify you wherever we are. Now may the grace of God and the sweet communion of his Holy Spirit rest, rule and abide with each of you now, henceforth and forevermore. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen and amen. God bless you. Go in peace.